What's up, Dashley fam? Welcome back to Taking Sides, the marriage podcast. How the heck are you doing? Ash? I'm doing great. Hello, hello, hello. Good. We have some emails (laughs) from you guys. Good. Anyways, (laughs) we have some great emails from you guys. Uh, I'm just excited to read them all. There's so many. We're going to do as many as we can here in this 30 minutes to an hour with you guys. We love it. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. You're listening to Taking Sides with the Dashleys, a show where couples send their funniest arguments or most divisive daily disagreements to us. The Dashleys. Everybody wants advice on their relationship issues, but it can be kind of risky to talk about them with your family and friends sometimes. Taking Sides is a new podcast where you can anonymously solicit feedback on your relationship issues directly from us, Dallin and Ashley, as well as from special guests from time to time. We'll give you our unqualified advice and our thoughts with the hope that it is somewhat insightful maybe helpful and definitely entertaining so please send in your submissions to taking sides with the dashleys at gmail.com and you will be in one of our next podcasts cool let's go let's go okay you guys uh i'm just gonna jump in right here and let you know my feelings because i am so pissed you're pissed i'm pissed And I don't like using that word because it's kind of like a yucky word. Yeah. Said the kindergarten teacher. What a yucky word, Ash. (laughs) Um, So behind our house, there is construction. So we live on like where our garage is behind our house. And there's a like a little alleyway. And on the other side of the alleyway is an open lot. There's a couple open lots where they're going to build houses right there. And we'll kind of share an alleyway for our garage. Um and they dug the hole and they piled up dirt. It's literally as tall as our house and just like a driveway's width away from our house. And Utah for the last two days, and I think it's going to be three days, is experiencing torrential winds. Like, like don't, ridiculous don't drive winds. on the highway if your semi truck winds. And our house looks like an anthill. There's so it's much dirt. It's as if the dirt from the pile has transferred and just made its new home atop our house inside of our garage our porch is red flying through the cracks of our door into our floor I've been it's just like, so dirty you just walk on it and you're like what the heck we're like i am keeping the door shut why is there dirt everywhere but it's flying through the cracks of our door, our door and it's just been like consistent over the past like three four days it's and it's just terrible. so frustrating <laughs> like george gets his sensitivity things from me i think and i just i, I hate sand I mean, yeah. to begin with well, so just like all having of his it, little finicky things are from you. All of his social things are from me. So yeah, it runs in the family, and it's just driving us a little bonkers. It's Anyways, so bad. Anyways, uh, we could have worse things to complain about, so we'll stop there. Um, we are just... Man, we went on vacation last week. We talked about that on Big Little Life with the Dashies. Go join us over there for some story time mm-hmm. and things we learned about communication and relationships. When you have different priorities. So much. Good story over there. Every go, time go I try through. and talk about like good good steps Dallin and I make in our marriage on the vlog, everyone thinks we're getting a divorce. But really I'm just saying things like we weren't in a bat a terrible place. It was just like we've progressed in our communication and like in our thoughtfulness of each other and in our acceptance of, you know, like Dallin likes things that I don't like and he I like things that he doesn't like, but I can still support him by like by like 
doing those things with him or inviting those things into our family, even though they're not my favorite thing and I never imagined ourselves doing them. Are you talking about the razor? Yeah, but like anything, like for you, it's like, look, you never imagined like wanting to live in a warmer climate. That's like your worst nightmare. No, I love the four seasons. I know. I hate the heat. No, these, there's just like, those are like two examples. Yeah. Where we're like doing it, you know, like entertaining things that might be uncomfortable for us because we love each other so darn much. Yeah. I will say winter's gotten a lot less fun with tiny kids. It's just the worst. And the fact that you hate it too doesn't help things. Thank you. So I really think St. George would be an awesome compromise. And it's not like I what hate Dallin's it down there. What saying very like cloakedly. Cloakedly? I don't know if that's a phrase. I just said I hate Is the heat and I love the four seasons. If I had a better attitude, winter would be more fun for him. Oh, I'm not. It's just who you are. Yeah. Okay, let's dive into the questions, Ash. This one is from Erica. And the subject line is, should we say something? Well, let's find out. Hey, Dashleys, let me set this one up for you. My husband and I have a couple that we are very good friends with. We were in their wedding and they were in ours. I've known them since 2012 and my husband since 2008. They moved from New York to Florida weeks after having their first child, who is now coming up on three years old. When they were up to visit, the wife mentioned that their pediatrician suggested early intervention services at the two-year visit, but that she thinks the doctor is wrong. I didn't say much because she's the parent, but did say that she could get a second opinion or just have an evaluation done. What is early interventions? Like if they're not meeting milestones, like there's growth milestones and then there's verbal milestones. There's, you know, like they ask, can they walk up the stairs like one foot after the other? Can they like answer questions? Can they follow two-step directions? You know, like, can they talk in a sentence? Are they saying, like they ask, is James saying like so many words by 18 months and so many words by two years old? Okay. My husband and I both have experience and education involving people with disabilities and have seen the benefits of early intervention and have seen how parent denial can set back a child. Their son demonstrates a lot of traits similar to a child on the autism spectrum, They send us videos and post videos on Facebook and does seem to have some speech and social delays. We are not professionals and of course we would never try to diagnose, but we also don't want to ruin our friendship by saying something they might find offensive. At this point, my husband and I have agreed not to say anything unless they bring it up and even then to not take a huge stand, but it just doesn't sit right with me. Sorry for this being so long, but really like to know your thoughts. Thank you for all your content, Erica. So... Hmm. I've had friends who are kind of more open at being like, you know, like making suggestions or like I had a friend who offered. Like people say all the time, maybe you should take George's ball out. Why is James still having a ball? Well, like I even like have friends who have been one, like I have a friend who's said something like, oh, I have a, a friend who's a child's therapist. Like maybe you should, you could take George there. And I was like, mm. I don't know. Like just like advice that if I really wanted to, I would. And it's just kind of kind of annoying when people are like trying to guide me gently to do to parent my child and maybe they have the best of intentions um some people are just more outspoken about that and other people kind of stay in their lane right i'm kind of more of a stay in my lane girl and also like like i'm not telling everyone what i'm talking to my pediatrician about for george and james so she might be doing more 
than she's telling you. She might not be, but it just might be something they're keeping more private. Um, she might be doing interventions at home. I, unless she asks, I would never say something. That's what Ashley would. I wouldn't either. That's totally, I feel like that's totally out of your lane. Your job is just to be their supportive friend, not diagnose things. Um, if they ask, what would you do? Because they know that you work with uh, children and stuff like that, then definitely offer your advice carefully, you know, with love. Like, you know, I have noticed something like this and this. I could be wrong, but maybe just go get them like a second opinion. You never know. Just something lighthearted like that. But like, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't suggest it unless they ask for your advice. Like I would just leave it up to the parents. This and is- even if it, even if to you it's a grave mistake and you think that it'll set back the child, like it's not your kids. So that's, I think that's something I would just stay in my lane. This with. is kind of a situation where the public school system comes to the rescue of friends and family. If this child is going to go to a public preschool or even a private preschool, um, he's three. So if they plan on sending him to preschool at three or four, um, and then in kindergarten, especially like these things are brought to light. Like if he's not thriving in a social setting or if he's not communicating or if he's not hitting milestones that teachers know he should be hitting, he's going to have an IEP pretty quickly where the school, What's an IEP? it's just where the school, the teachers, the parents and the child and like the school therapist and behavioral and speech, everyone who does interventions, um, come together and make a plan for this child to help them meet their milestones and to thrive and to learn and to grow and just to like accommodate them in areas where they might be struggling. So I wouldn't worry too much just because un- unless they're planning on homeschooling, which might also be a great idea for them. I don't know. Like I don't know this family, the, the teachers in this child's life and the school system in this child's life will probably recognize anything that's not being attended to that might that could benefit from some interventions yeah yeah so if it were me i would just i would just not i would just keep not your head say down. anything just support them and their decisions because they're the parent and you just be the friend that's what i would do yep um, if they ask you could be definitely like, if they ask give yeah, like, they've noticed he's struggling here like these are some ideas that but start beginning with things like you know softeners like i'm not a doctor but I do work with some kids and I have noticed some tendencies to this that might make, if I were in your shoes, I might want to go in and, you know, get a second opinion or, or like something like that. Or doing this could help or talking or to Or recommend this. this. But, and then, then, re- and then be like, but I mean, you're the parents, totally up to you. You know the kid best. Just communicating trust and, and tr- trust again, just trust, mm-hmm. you know, because basically what you're saying is, uh, I think I know more than you. Yeah, no one wants to have a conversation that... If the, you tell them that, that you should, they should do something differently than what they're doing. Yeah, like where the if vibe... If they don't ask for advice. Yeah, like where the vibe is, I've been watching how you're doing this and I think it's so so wrong. <laughs> Nobody likes to be told that. Yeah, so... Nobody does. I would just kind of just not do anything. All right. Thanks for writing in, Erica. Stay tuned for more Taking Sides, the Marriage Podcast. The next one is from Kimberly. The subject line is talking about money is hard. Ash, Mm. I don't resonate with this at all. Whatever. Just kidding. Yeah, it is. It's one of the most common reasons for divorce or just marital issues. So 
Let's dive into this one. Hey, Dylan and Ashley, I recently found your Instagram slash vlog slash podcast and have fallen in love. Your podcasts are firmly part of my repertoire now, which has saved me during quarantine. Well, glad we could help, Kimberly. My boyfriend and I live in Canada. We recently moved in together this year. Canada. Oh, Canada. We have been together for almost two years. I love him dearly, and we've talked a lot about our future together. That being said, I'm very awkward talking about money. I'd like to think I'm very responsible with my money, but it's uncomfortable talking about it with literally anyone else. Right now, I own the house we live in. I had a considerable amount of savings in trust, in a trust after losing my mom at a very young age, and I work as a teacher, so I had the money for the down payment, etc. My boyfriend got a degree, worked as a social worker briefly, but then decided to go back to school to become a teacher himself. I'm very proud of him and his dedication. He still has one more year of school left and is working part-time while in school. How do we equally split living costs? What's fair? Do I even have this conversation to begin with? How do we transition if, when he gets a teaching job himself? Thank you for reading. And I hope this made sense and wasn't too long. Love all the content you guys put out. Kim. Uh, I can just tell you what I would do. So they're boyfriend, girlfriend right now. So you own this house. Not married. And you have been in this house since before him, it sounds like. So it's just your house, right? If you love him and if you're good you could be like hey you need to pay me rent but if you were fine doing your house before and there and when he moved in there was no like if oh, you, if do you he, think she's asking if he should pay her rent not pay her rent but just like split living costs oh split living costs yeah it's i guess if you're living together um Ash and I didn't live together till we were married. <laughs> so we basically decided who was going to pay for dinner if we went out to dinner. Right. Those are about it's, the extent like of a, the cost that we shared. I don't, it's, it's probably like a weird thing. I don't know if there was like a I'm moving in day or if it just kind of turned in from to like we were dating and then he yeah. was just kind of staying over a lot. And then he just, just, just kind of lives here now and, and you love it. But now you're in this weird place where you, you either are just, you don't say anything or yeah. you're like, hey, This is one of buddy. those, like Bob and Kathleen Nielsen, our interview with them on the Big Little Life podcast, they say, it's not very sexy, but systems and processes are how families are run, you know, households are run. Mm-hmm. And so this is one of those non-sexy conversations that you can have about like the budget and finances. And it's just, it's like a system and a process that you two are the ones that need to be the ones to come up with it. Yeah, so it for two. I, I guess if you if it I've were me said. and and I cared and if it was Dallin, like when Dallin and I were dating, I just didn't care. Like I had my apartment, he had his apartment. If he stayed over a night or if he hung out all weekend, like I would just rather have him stay there forever. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I would ever be like, hey, you need to pay rent, I think Dallin would just kind of be like, hey, I'm living here. I feel like that here. would be something that came up naturally. Like, okay, I know we're not like legally a couple in, you know, like married yet, but let's figure out the budget type thing. I, maybe you can set up the conversation like, hey, let's have a non-sexy conversation. <laughs> something like that, just to clear know. the air. Is like, he, let's talk I, about money. Has he not brought it up like, at all? Does he all? pay Is he any like, food or utilities? Do you feel utilities? like he's trying to Maybe mooch off you or like something? He, no, it sounds like they're in a happy relationship where it kind of just, he just is living there now. Like they were dating. Yeah. And, and I feel like I would want to say something if I started living no, in your if house it was with you, you. If it was you though, and, and you're madly in love with me and I'm like this student, you know, like working and going to school and you just want to hang out with me more and you're fine paying for your mortgage and you were doing it before me. Would you be like, 
I feel like you would just be like, you should just stay here. Like I, I have space for you. Right. Yeah. And if you love the person, it's kind of weird to ask them to start paying you rent. But now that you're living together and you're a couple and you're talking about your future and stuff, that is one of the conversations that's going to come up eventually. Like, how are we going to handle the budget? Dave Ramsey, and we just always lean on Dave Ramsey for this one. He just says hard, don't combine bank accounts until you're legally lawfully wedded. Right. Yeah. Like if this was like a slow thing of him becoming a a permanent guest in, in your home, guest i don't know like what's the word i like of him moving in like like it's officially yours until you put him on the title or whatever oh, yeah. after you're no like, don't like no when you get married you can so talk i guess about technically that. he's a guest um it would be nice if he paid a portion of your mortgage yeah or paid rent to you but it's it's like one of those things that i feel like it's his prerogative to say like i'm living in your house like how are we gonna like let me help like with I, rent or I something. was paying rent before and now i'm not paying rent now i don't know if he moved in under the premise of oh this will save me a lot of money but like it's your both it's both of your money and maybe you it's know, not rent. in the end maybe if it's you get married like dallin's brother moved in with his mom and it and they're him and his wife and they pay utilities they're not paying her mortgage or anything i think yeah. but they pay utilities that could be a good idea Mm-hmm. groceries i don't know like adele and i in the beginning ate a lot of the same foods like but now we've kind of like settled into ourselves and he eats like different foods than i eat i'll have turkey breast and bread like we lunch. don't eat the same breakfast we so don't eat good. the same lunch if i make dinner we'll eat the same dinner but if i don't make dinner it's not like Dallin's like where's the dinner Where's like, I don't have any food to eat. Like Dallin has his own, like, where's my dinner woman? He doesn't have his own cupboard, but he like orders himself when we go shop, when we do on, when we shop or have a shopper shop for us, he's always has his like staples that he loves that are not my staples. So like, I don't know if you guys are like that or if you guys eat all the same meals, if you like meal plan together that maybe you could split food if you did it that way, but he might just be buying his own food already. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a weird conversation. Something I never have the non-sexy conversation. I could see myself though being. If he like, hasn't already brought it up, I guess. Like I feel like to a certain point, it would start to get awkward. <laughs> like, like he's if living you're in your just house over there being like, "Oh, I have so many pills," and he's just like, <laughs> "He's like, oh, well, that sucks." <laughs> it's like if he's really that like oblivious. Maybe to it, her plan uh, is. You, sec- I guess you got to bring is, it up. Okay, I think her plan is secretly to be listening to this while he's in the room well we said her actual name i know and he's just like what the and then she's like, she turns to him she's like this is i real. did it <laughs> i wrote the dashley's this is real <laughs> or he's like oh need- wow she has your same name in a similar situation and she's just like strange i wonder what they're doing interesting uh, let's do what they're doing that's weird. that sounds like a great idea what do you feel i don't know mm, i uh, would just like if i moved in with dallin i feel like i'm the personality who who would be like Okay, like, like right away, I would feel like the inclination to say something like right away. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if it's just something that hasn't crossed his mind yet and you can just bring it up like, hey, lover, let's have a non-sexy conversation about money and how we want to handle that. It's weird, though, too. Like, like if you have a house and you're already paying for it and you are fine and you're just kind of like, hey, do you want to stay with me more? Like, do you want to move in? And you didn't really bring up anything about 400 plus utilities and you know the one. Yeah. Like uh, if you do want to move in, it's going to be 400 (laughs) utilities and I'm going to need you to park here and not there, but not before you give them like time slots so you can park. Anyways, you got this Kimberly and good luck. 
And go Canada, eh? Mm-hmm. All right. This one's from Alexis. We uh, should have done this one first. It's called Time Sensitive Wedding Trouble. All right, you guys. Wait. Let's help out Alexis. Apparently, her wedding's coming up soon and she's running into some issues. Hello. I love listening to you guys on all your platforms and have listened and watched to er- watched everything from the rough patches to the bright times. I've learned so much about marriage and friendships from you. Well, good. Thanks, Alexis. I am 22 and just moved into a farmhouse on a cattle ranch. That's Ashley's dream. That's my dream. I just got engaged to my love of five years. What the heck? I love farmhouses and ranches. I just wouldn't want to take care of any actual cattle. You love farmhouses? Sure. You love like old dilapidated farmhouses? Oh, no. I would want a nice one, like a modern one. Okay. Or we could get one and, and modernize it, but... Well, I don't... I want... I'm not passionate about it being old. I like the style farmhouse style. Okay. That's what I thought. I didn't think... He, I'm imagining she moved into like a, an 1890 farmhouse that is has been a little modernized like with electricity. I follow accounts where they people have done this. Oh, no, I don't like that. Right. But you do. All right. That's the only reason I was confused because you were like, of course you like that. <laughs> I thought you were and talking about like, Joanna Gaines like farmhouse style. I'm like, I sure, like her great. farmhouse, but her farmhouse is also an old one from like early 1900s. But she's done all sorts of stuff to it. Yeah, but not a, like it's just shiplap and wood floors. I mean, it has well, nice bathrooms. What more would you put in? I think it just looks great now. It's not huge. I never said huge. Not huge. It's just like really I just small. don't like falling apart houses. I don't want a house that's falling apart. I just want a really old house. I guess that's what I think of when you say 1800s house. It would probably be falling apart a no, lot. No, like it would have to be up to code and livable. Like I don't want a shanty. <laughs> okay. Oh, and it would be like clean and well-maintained and have windows and things and like. I don't think you would. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. I got engaged to my love of five years. I have been reading up on all the books and we've gotten through some serious arguments with the use of your wisdom. Well, good. Don't say that to Dylan. <laughs> Why? Just, or me. Like, it's like a, we'll start thinking we're marriage experts. Like the trolls on Frozen. The future is not what it seems. The past is not what it seems. Pop, you can start calling me Grandpappy. Grandpappy troll. George at the pool today turned to my cousin and he goes, I have a mama and a papa. <laughs> this is my mama and this is my papa. Sometimes he becomes brother bear. Okay. It just reminded me when he said grandpappy. Yeah. I statements have been a game changer. Mm. Good mm. good work, Alexis. My issue right now is that we're having a bit of a disagreement on my wedding band. I have a unique style and he is way more traditional. End of story. It's your band. Is it his band or yours? Who's, Not that hard. Whose finger is it residing on? I have a unique style and his is way more traditional. I would prefer a band that fits my style and personality, but he is insisting on one that matches the traditional engagement ring that he bought, Listen. which I completely love, but oh, he wait, spent wait, a wait, lot wait, of wait, time. Oh, wait, 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 He bought one already? I guess he already bought one. I would one. prefer a band that fits my style, but he's insisting on one that matches the traditional engagement. Okay, so there's, you get an, in- this, we didn't do this because we were too poor. And I was just like, I don't, I'm not like a jewelry girl, so I didn't care. So normally people have an engagement ring that you get when you propose or are proposed to. And then when you get married, there's a more simple wedding band. A lot of times they're like the same style or the same metal and it just kind of slides up right there next to your engagement ring. Mm -hmm. So she just wants a different one that doesn't match. He sounds like a matching. Okay, so he already bought one. No, he only bought the engagement ring. He hasn't bought the wedding band. Okay, okay. Which I completely love because he spent a lot of time picking out the perfect one for his style. And I really admire that. 
It's kind of a silly quarrel. <laughs> that's a nice way of saying it. <laughs> that's a really nice way of saying it, saying it, Alexis. It's a silly quarrel, but really matters a lot to both of us. I would love to hear your opinions on the matter and maybe hear more about your wedding. P.S. My wedding is July, July 18th in the beautiful mountains of Idaho. Let me just say Dallin would love it here. Maybe a bit too cold for Ash, but she could come have a huge garden and an orchard. Here are photos of my ring and the newly planted apple tree with I my farmhouse in the back. Oh, look at her. Are you oh a rancher? Gosh, that is beautiful where you live. Is she a ran? Are you a rancher? They live on a cattle ranch. I don't know if they... Alexis, can we come camp on your property? Can we come check it out? That'd be so cool. We, are you? Do you like dogs? Oh, look. She Here's her... She makes natural toys, Tato and Toddle toys, and log homes, true log homes. And her Instagram is Lexi Brooke, 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 Brooke W. Lexi Brooke, Brooke. Oh, Brooke, Brooke with w. an E and then a W. That is sweet. You live on a beautiful <sighs> ranch. She's just living my dream. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's pretty clear where we both stand. It's your ring. You should get to choose it. I don't... F- Obviously, he has really strong feelings, which I you should explore. I, Maybe I mean, you can validate them, but still be like, I mean, this is my ring. Yeah, I feel like he has to be okay with that. Okay. I don't know. He can choose his ring and you choose your ring. That's where I'm at. But what would you say, Ash? I say if you're not, if this is really important to him and he wants your wedding band to match your ring and he wants to be able to like... I don't know. Like, if it you're could not be your first little compromise of love in your what marriage. What I'm saying is, this doesn't have to be the last ring you ever get. That's true too. So your aunt and uncle, at like a few years down the road after they've you know quote unquote made it and have a solid career and you know extra I think a money. A lot of we to, did it too. Like we just got a nicer wedding ring for yeah. Me. We had our friends at Staghead, Brad and Cam make you so, a sweet one. If if you want like this ring that's really your style in your wedding pictures, I would just get both if you can afford both. Maybe you just buy yourself a ring. I don't know. That's and, weird and you though. Can, no, like you like... can switch around. Like it's nice to have two different pairs of sunglasses. It's nice to have two different kinds of rings. I don't know. It sounds a lot more sentimental to him. And he, he might be like offended or hurt if she wears a different one. For Not the if photos. you're up front and you're like, listen, I just really love this one and you really love that one. And I love that it matches mine this is kind of the wedding band of my dreams. And this is the one that you dreamed of buying for your wife. If we go with yours, can we get mine for like our one year anniversary? If we go with mine, can we get yours for my one year anniversary? Like, and I can wear and them. And come up with a third alternative or compromise like that. This isn't, this is an abnormal All I'm thing. saying is I've this is not it. the last ring that you ever have to have. Yeah. So if it's really like, I mean, there's the classic on a scale of one to 10, how important is this to you? Because this ring doesn't matter as much as my love for you. Like, Maybe and if, get one and for if your birthday. And if you're both a 10 or something, then it becomes kind of an abnormal place where you're going to come up with a compromise like Ashley's talking I would about. Just, I would honestly, if you can afford it over the next like year, get both. And you can wear his and the engagement ring together when you're just feeling feeling it. And other days when you want to feel, it sounds like the other one might be more like earthy i don't know or like more simple or maybe more kind of like art artistic i don't even know but like a different style than the traditional style maybe with different stones or like different metals just wear that on different days like you can wear more than one ring i would buy myself that ring as a congratulations for building the perfect life and making beautiful children's natural toys living on a cattle ranch living in a farmhouse like 
Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I don't know. Find something to celebrate and just buy the other one too. I wouldn't do that without talking to him first. Well, I think this is a conversation you should have, but like be like, hey, for Christmas, this is, I want this for Christmas or this is what I want for my birthday. And sometimes I'm going to switch them out because I love this one and you've also given this to me. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be like butt hurt if she does that. He can't be all bent out of shape because his wife likes a certain ring. The purpose of the ring is for her to like it. I've been blabbering for a while trying to come up with a way to validate like both of you guys, but I just can't get over. I, I don't understand why he's being so controlling about the type of ring that you have. I don't know if he's worried about how you'll be perceived if you have a flashier ring or something like that, or somebody said something about women with flashy rings that he's like taken personally and doesn't want that. I don't know what it is, but it's your ring. You get to decide what kind it is. Like he shouldn't control that. It's your ring. And he should want to get you a ring that you love. And that should be more important than anything else. That is what I have to say about it. Yeah. I was under the impression his style was more flashy. I don't know. know. Yeah. We just don't know. Here's the thing about validating that we talk about all the time. What are you actually supposed to validate and what don't you need to validate? You're supposed to validate people's feelings and emotions if you want to be emotionally intimate with them. You don't have to validate whatever actions they take. It's not like any any action needs to be okay because it's coming from them. It's like you can validate somebody's anger, but you don't have to validate like punching a hole in the wall. You know what I'm saying? He obviously has some feelings and emotions behind the type of ring that you have, which you can see context about and be like, I can see how you would feel that way. And opening yourself up and being vulnerable with him, opening yourself up to change, maybe it influences you and you honestly want to like honor that and you go with his ring, you know, you're opening yourself up to change. But him controlling what kind of ring you have doesn't need to be okay. So like you can validate his emotions behind the ring, but be like, I see where you're coming from and I respect that so much, but this is my ring and I think it's my choice to make with the ring. This is a small example. This is so much bigger than a ring, but this goes to say, this goes for all things that we talk about all the time. I hope that you guys are understanding because we're growing and understanding what it means to validate others too. And you validate the feelings and emotions, but you don't have to validate actions and behaviors. Maybe he thinks it's his choice because he's buying it and he wants it to match the first one. Who buys a gift for themselves for another person? Literally it's like weird. 90% of the world. It's her ring. Yeah. I'm sorry. That wasn't the most validating of him, but it's just a weird thing that I don't understand. So <laughs> we sh- oh, I'm sure he's great and I'm sure you're great. And some things matter more to other people than, I don't know. Maybe if he doesn't want to budge and you're cool with that it could just be like you it reminds you perfectly of him because it's exactly the kind of ring he wanted a lot of things by the way like this will come up in your marriage a ring usually normally isn't really a point of argument like the woman chooses her own ring well no not really is it i don't know nothing i've ever encountered everything i've ever heard ever yeah I mean, like at, all the in weddings. the modern century, I don't know right. where you're headed in no, history. I'm just, no, like, but like well, in, everything I've ever heard with any of my friends is the woman chooses the ring she wants and the guy gets that for her. Some, I had friends who like didn't, who wanted to be surprised. Well, that's totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um, this just so oh, where I was headed with that was you're going to run into a lot of things like this in your marriage where you are felt passionate about one thing. They feel passionate about another thing. And because you are two different people in a partnership, where trust and communication and commitment are really important, you're going to have a lot of conversations like this where you're like, well, I prefer this, well, I prefer this. 
uh, you can go the what's your scale from one to 10 route of importance this is to you. And like, because I love you more than this thing or this situation or this circumstance or whatever, we'll do it your way this time. But if you're both super passionate about it, like come up with a third alternative like Ashley's talking about with like, maybe you get to wear a ring for the pictures, but the other days you wear a hit. I don't know. It just seems so freaking weird to me that he's being so controlling over the type of ring that you're wearing all day, every day on your own freaking finger. Dallin has broken. <sighs> don't try and control Dallin. Don't. Don't. Or me. Control anybody. All right. We love you, Alexis. And we love your husband. Please don't weaponize my words or play this in the background while he's listening. Take my fire and just go having a loving conversation <laughs> take, with him. Take Dallin's fire, wrap it up in a nice bow wrap with it up kinder in a nice words. Bow and, and say, look, I love you so much. I just, I just don't f- understand Please why help you... me understand why you're so passionate about my ring that I'm going to be wearing on my finger every, every day. day of my life. That's and just see Don't context. Don't make this ring seek become something. Context that makes me not wear it for as long as I want to wear it. The seek context is kind of the theme of our marriage lately because I'm really good at running real fast with my assumptions of what actually meant by something. Even a look. Dylan and I literally live in different worlds. Even like a we look. never knew how much of a different. Like we exist in different worlds, and I think everyone does. Where you just like don't recognize how completely different you are until you try and live with someone and you're like you you don't have the luxury of just assuming people might think like you yeah and it's just like shocking it is <laughs> we like well, the marriage therapist we talked to 30 years no Brene brown wasn't it Brene brown or mm. no it was somebody big it was uh oh it was that one guy who the, sold guitars and jewelry and stuff he was a cool guy I forgot his name. It was, I think it was on Big Little Life. But he said, I've been married to my wife for 30 years. And he's like a pastor and stuff. He and he said... guitars and jewelry? Yeah, I forgot his name. He had his own website. Oh, he yes. He said, after 30 years, like he's a pastor and everything. He's like, nine times out of 10, I assume wrongly about my wife's intentions or what she meant by something. Nine times out of, That's 90%. That's only getting it right 10% of the time without having communication and... And things like the story I'm telling myself in my head is this, or for if I'm hearing, if I understand you correctly, you meant this, or if I understand correctly, you're feeling this way. Like we talked to him. During we are so bad at that. Dang it. That was during our phase. And so many couples are free therapy from people we interviewed. Yeah. We're like, okay, okay. But what about this Gosh, situation? 99 times out of 10, you assume wrong. The other person means, but like, it is so important to just say things like I need to seek some context here. Cause I'm having trouble understanding you. The story I'm telling myself right now in my head is this. Really? Or if I understand you correctly, you feel this way. Or you seem mad. Is that right? You seem like you didn't like... like Just like breaking it down to the most elementary, like Michael Scott things. Just don't Mike be... Oscar, explain it to me like I'm a fifth grader. Uh, okay, explain it to me like I'm a first grader. <laughs> you know? Oscar, I already have. Can't get simpler than this. He said, there's a surplus. We have a surplus. Your mom finally and dad gets give it. you money. To Your mommy gives you $10 for a lemonade stand. You turns out you only spent $9. If you only spend $9 and bring back a dollar next year, they're only going to think you need $9 for a lemonade stand. And Michael finally is like, we have a surplus. I need to spend this money. <laughs> He's like, yes, thank you. Alexis is like, oh, Alexis is like, God. I'm sorry I emailed you. <laughs> Again, I'm sure he's a great person. I know. He seems like a nice guy. You he probably have just had a vision. wonderful life together in Idaho. He obviously has some very valid it's things. It's nice that he cares so much about the wedding. Dal, like, Dal cared about, the, but it's like, he didn't care. He wasn't like, 
involved very much in like Alexis my emotions are coming from a much bigger place than just your email okay mm-hmm. it's not just your email this is just one of many examples and things in my own marriage and Dallin all the things is we read and breaking things... free right now personally in it's his just... own life <laughs> and he's I, I just broke grabbing anyone's hand who's putting it out to him for help <laughs> yeah so like speak your truth girl and also, I mean, see context for be, sure. Be kind. See where he's coming from. Like, obviously, he has valid reasons because he's a great person and he cares so much. Like, seek what his reasons are. I would just be like, honey, angel, do you... <laughs> you guys are getting a little glimpse of how I I don't how like I when you say those pet words to me like that. Like, they seem demeaning or something. Well, they're not. But... If you don't like him, I'll never say them again. All right. Dallin, do you really want me to hate the ring that I'm wearing? Does she hate? I, I'm just, but like if you. He should know how you feel. I'm just Does saying, he know like, how you feel? I will. Alexis? I, we can go with the ring you want for me, but I'm going to look down on it every day and wish it was a different ring. Not wish you were a different husband or that I had married someone different, but wish. You should love your ring. I don't want to look down at my ring and remember this was the first time in our marriage where you disregarded my feelings. There we go. Like, it's, yeah. Like, does he know how strongly you feel about your ring? Yeah, and like m- looking at this ring will, will remind me of the day where I realized how you really felt about me and you didn't love me enough to listen to me or get me something that I really wanted. Dang. He would listen to that if you said that to him. Right. Like, is he being so obstinate about his ring choice after he knows so strongly about how you feel? Because if so, like, then it's time to just drop the hammer, sister. Just, if you need to say <laughs> that, you can say that. I don't want the spring to be a reminder of the first Gosh. time that you disregarded my feelings. My fear with this podcast is that people just get all fired up or whatever after they listen to and our response and then they just go back to their spouse all like all fiery and and it, instead of uh, like lovingly and Alexis doesn't sound like that type of girl. My fear is that they do that. No, and like then their we, we've had somebody us. write us and say, I broke up with my fiance because of your podcast and the best decision I ever made. Now, I just kind of live in fear that that if you person do that, is going to... Don't tell your significant other that you got that from us. I just live in fear a little bit that, that, that her ex-fiance is going to come and like Murder hunt us. us down. Yeah. You know, one mm-hmm. of those things. Just so if, if you heard it from us, you didn't, you didn't hear it from it's us. That's what our therapist says to us a lot. Do not weaponize what I say to you against each other. You can't say, well, Craig said this, you know. We do it. You can't say, well, the Dashley say this. You can't say that. You can't do it. Well, please don't do it for our own safety. Right. <laughs> okay. Blame it on another family. Who's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. our biggest competition? Blame it on them. We don't have any competition. I know. The field is, is just so large. I mean, anybody can do this. There's I, so much room I for anybody to be there. Just joking. Yeah, just a joke. All right. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Um, Sounds your feedback on this episode on the dash on the Taking Sides Facebook page or just email us, Taking Sides with the dashes at gmail.com. We love you. Have a great day, and we'll see you in the next podcast.